We are rolling. Uh, yeah, that's exciting. It's, it's always uh, a good feeling. Whoa, hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back once again to the Wednesday Morning Surf Report, the podcast that answers tomorrow's questions today. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Rick Larson. And with me, as always, on the soundboard is my illustrious co-host, Mr. Jeff Cardello. Good evening. How's it going? Oh, things are going pretty well. Uh, Good evening and and welcome to uh, a special time here. A special, yes. It is a special, special day. We have an amazing show for you tonight. We have not, not just two, but actually three guests in the uh, in the studio with us here at the fabulous Gangplank in beautiful downtown Chandler. Um, and I'll go around now and start introducing them. Um, starting to my right, um, this guy's a comedian. Um, he's a podcaster. He's a lot of other things. Uh, a wonderful, uh, a wonderful nephew to all of his aunts and uncles. Uh, this is Jamie Sanderson. Hello. Hey, tell us something about yourself, Jamie. Uh, I'm 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 indeed a comic. Uh, that that much I do. I'm also a, a cat parent. Oh, okay. I, I I raise a lot of cats, and uh, and then I send them off into the world where they go and become young, enterprising cats. Okay. Kind and, of kind of like in the Three Little Pigs, where they that that story always starts with like they were going off into the world to find their. Exactly like that, yeah. except with more claws and less cloven hooves. Oh, yes, yes. yes. Okay. That's how cats work. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Also, uh, guesting on the show tonight is a uh, fabulous improviser and friend of the show. Uh, let's go over now to Alicia Rattan. Hello. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Tell Thank us something you. about yourself. <laughs> Um, yeah, thank you for having me. I uh, yeah, I'm I'm an improviser. I mean, I officially changed my Twitter bio to say that I'm a Phoenix improviser, so that's a pretty big deal. Oh yeah. Because as yeah. opposed to just like I take classes and I perform sometimes. Yeah, I think so, you can you can own it. You're right. Yeah. yeah, and that's the first step in becoming an improviser is saying you're one. Yeah. It's, no. Yeah. It's changing your Twitter handle to reflect it. It's a it's a huge deal and I will not it's, apologize yeah, for that. Yeah. Well, I I have been on Twitter for at least 6 or 7 years and I've never changed my profile picture, so I know where you're coming from there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the first time I added it in yeah. in 4 years. I think I've been on Twitter for 4 years. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. We'll go around and get everybody's Twitter history <laughs> soon enough. And last but certainly not least, our third guest tonight is also an improviser and also um, in Phoenix. And here's Rachel Cepeda. Hello. Hi. What do you want to tell us about yourself tonight? Um, I'm also an improviser. And uh, wiener dog mother, and uh, economics writer. So far, and uh, that's mostly it. That's that's a lot for anyone. Really. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that's a that's a big deal. Well, hopefully, one day you can change your Twitter handle from <laughs> econ- economics writer to to economist. Mm-hmm. Then. Then you'll really be something. Yeah. Then you'll and f- officially be a triple threat. Yes, absolutely. 
I think we need the, the world does need writers too, so not a horrible thing. Push to do. Yeah. <laughs> I recently got to actually call myself a professional writer just last year. So let's yeah, wow. Let's yep. Yeah, a technical writer. So. A technical writer. Technically, yes. you're a writer. Technically, yeah. 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 That's actually that's a cool profession. I'm, right? yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah. 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 I actually got paid for an acting gig. Oh. Uh, so ad professional actor. That's Whoa. the big one. That's the yeah. big one. Yeah, check me out on the uh, the Chi Chi's Mexican food uh, web <laughs> series. I will. There yeah. is there is a, a bikini coffee shop downtown. Oh, bikini beans. That, yeah, that I have driven by up at least a hundred times. It's between the theater and the freeway for me. Oh. But I have never seen a person, seen a... a car, anything. I've never. It it might as well not exist. I don't know. <laughs> If it's still in business, if it's if it it's, it could be open at unreasonable hours. That would, yeah. Because you probably drive at a reasonable time. Every, yeah. Time because it's tools. a coffee house of ill repute. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, what it is. I need to go at three o'clock in the morning to get an espresso. That's yeah. that's the place that you would go. I get it. Okay. That that uh, that makes sense. That's what we what we do here is we solve mysteries. Yes. Well, that's good. So. I'm going to uh, actually go into our magic bag of important questions, okay. and we're going to answer another of life's mysteries now. Um, I'm going to turn it over to Mr. Jamie Sanderson, who's in the question-picking chair. Oh, I see. And he's going to take a card I want and read the question, that one. and then we're going to answer it thoroughly, completely, and exhaustively. Oh. Oh. All right. What's the deal with robots? What oh. is the deal with robots? Oh my robots? god! Oh. What a question! Because I can tell you the deal. Oh, oh, oh. boom! That's, boom! This is exactly <laughs> the Economist exactly is on the we, case. We brought this group together. I want to hear the Venn diagram of economy and robots. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, cash registers. <laughs> I, I enrolled in an online course that okay. teaches you how to build a robot that reacts to motion and light and everything. Oh. And then, uh, and I, I looked at the syllabus yesterday. Okay. That's all I did. <laughs> <laughs> answer, or uh -huh. question answer. Do you know, is it, or is it like That's using the deal Arduinos and... <laughs> I don't know, you have to use like a launch pad or something. Okay. And you have to buy like $200 worth of um, equipment. So yeah. I'm like, mm, Maybe I'll do it, but I'm gonna read some stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I think that's a good cool. idea. But I know I do know they have some of the kits, like the sensors and things like that, that you can use. I know they mm -hmm. they have them here at uh, at Gangplank. Really? That you can come and oh. play with. Yeah. So that's cool. The deal yeah. with robots is that they're expensive. They, I mean, they are, yeah, they are any expensive. like electronic or technology thing. For me, I'm always just like seems so expensive this is maybe slightly adjacent to it but i mm. started uh there's a documentary on netflix about um synthesizer and kind of electronic oh, music sure, sure, yeah. it's called i dream of wires mm -hmm. and i know nothing about music i don't understand that but it's like <laughs> i mean like i started watching it and there's a very weird narrator lady over it that was intriguing <laughs> and i couldn't like turn it off um, but yeah, I mean, just like, I mean, I've gotten like maybe 20 minutes into it, but just the, like, I didn't realize with electronics, it's just compression of, of waves and sine waves mm -hmm. and all that stuff to make music. And it's like, but then they're like, 
And then there's this piece of equipment that was probably with inflation would be at this present time like $2,000. And it just has probably like a handful of dials. So it's like nothing, oh, yeah, yeah. nothing crazy elaborate, but it's like so expensive. And I'm like, hey man, there's also a piano. <laughs> but, I, but I get it. I mean, Pianos I get are it. not cheap. But it's just, either, yeah. It's, true. it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. The coolest one though is the theremin. What is you that? Don't even touch it. Yeah. Is that the one where you like? Yeah, just you just wave your, your hands, hands over it, and, and it sounds like alien Weird. flying saucers. Yeah. Weird. And that's how you make it go. Yeah. Woo! Mm-hmm. You can actually yeah. play one at the Musical Instrument Museum. Um, <gasps> there's a theremin. They have banjos. They have. This is a plug for the Musical Instrument yeah. Museum, nice. by the way. If you haven't nice. been there, you should go. There's like Asian bells and all. Yeah, you should. Wow. Um, Everyone should check it out. And by the way, I'm going to give everyone a, a key to playing the piano. Okay. Here's a tip. Uh, only play the black keys. There are no <laughs> wrong notes when you only play the black keys. Uh-huh. It's, it's, the, it's the Lord's truth. You'll That's... never hit a wrong note if you only play the black uh-huh. keys. Swear to God. I actually got into playing the piano again. Uh-huh. And <laughs> so I... Uh-huh. Do you agree? Me... Are you going to refute? Uh, no, no, I know. I was like, uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I used to play the piano so well when I was, like, 15, and then How I... well did you play the piano? So well. <laughs> and now, a year later. <laughs> so well. <laughs> yeah, so pretty much I learned, I re-taught myself how to read music, and I was like, man, this is horrible. And so I just, uh, started to play, um, a song that I knew by Muscle Memory again, and so it's like, um... It's so good to to just be able to do something without thinking and be able to do it right. And that one, the one song um, satisfied myself so much that I put my piano back under my bed where it was for the past few years. Oh wow! <laughs> That's enough of that. Wow! Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not yeah. a, an, a huge creative endeavor. It was just no. Like, I I just I was wanna... inspired, but then I oh. Yeah, I was like, those, hey, I remember those, this. And those I'm moments done. come. Those moments come. <laughs> my uh, my wife just t- took a trip to Seattle, and she was at the the fish market, and she was like a t-shirt shop, and she was sending me pictures of like, hey, should I bring you home this one or this one? And they didn't have my size, so she sent me their website to go on it, and I was just scrolling down, and I'm like, oh, I wish I was screen printing again. <laughs> 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 So many jobs that, that robots are taking over. Ah, yeah. nice. Such as screen yeah. printing. How do, you feel, screen printing. How do you feel and about playing that, playing the Jeff? piano. Ooh, Daft yes. Punk burn. Uh. <laughs> um, I mean, I think, I think robots <laughs> hopefully will, will be a positive asset to humanity. How much, mm-hmm. how much of your body do you have to have replaced before... It's before you are a robot. Right. Well, I think you have to go from cyborg uh-huh. to android yeah. to full-on robot. Uh, okay. I believe that's yeah. the progression. Well, I, I mean... Because I, I ask because my dad's having one of his knees replaced. Sure. And so I've started telling him that he's going to be a cyborg. Mm-hmm. Or mostly at least because he doesn't bionic. think that's funny. But <laughs> I would agree with you. I think it's I bionic. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like a bionic man. I mean, some people feel empowered by that, but then there's the question of whether these inanimate things become sentient and then they take over. That's why we're all afraid. I just saw the most recent Terminator movie. 
Uh, it's called Terminator Genesis, mm-hmm. and it was oh, it was playing. It, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Okay. It was playing at the uh, at the Tempe Pollock Cinemas, which is only three dollars to get in. Yes. And yes. I thought I thought that the, that the movie business was completely dead. Holy! <laughs> can I cuss on here? Oh, yeah. Okay. Holy shit! It is alive and well at Tempe Pollock Cinemas. That place where is you, amazing. Where you, yeah, yeah. Like first of all, like there's all these statues. It looks like Madame Tussauds, you know, whatever. And they have like the horrible Blues Brothers statues there, where that does not look like Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi whatsoever. But that's no, fine. No. But there are so many people there. Like we could not find parking spots. I wow. was like, I was like, how can you not find a parking spot to a movie theater wow. in this day and age? Like, did you go on a? Tuesday it was it was a Sunday. Place? No, it was, it was a Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Yeah, because Tuesday. Okay. They drop the price <laughs> from so three dollars. Three dollars to yeah. like what? A, I, I can't remember if it's a dollar fifty or yeah. if it's two dollars. Yeah. I need but to go to this place. It was, it was it's good. Great. And it's, are there really like yeah. they have a good amount of movies there? It's not yeah. just like the weird. No, ones. no. Well, here's the thing. Like, like it's okay. right before they come out on on DVD. Yeah. Okay, so, I'm the, fine with that. They had that there. They had the Avengers movie out there. Okay. And, and I think they still have Mad Max right now. Yeah, I think so. Oh. I just watched it. that, but it was at the Torch Theater. Um, um, he was projecting it. What an insane movie! <laughs> sure, I, have, um, I haven't yet seen it. Haven't but, seen it. Yeah. It's uh, overload to the senses. Charlize Theron is a cyborg in that movie, right? Yes, right, cyborg. Okay, so what is the difference between bionic and cyborg? Um, I'm is just bullshitting right okay. now. I think yeah. a cyborg. That's fine. Uh, maybe a cyborg has a more advanced uh, computer brain. I don't more know. More advanced functions. More it ad- could, higher functions. Could, uh, yeah, Very well like synonyms. Cyborg is is definitely like fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. You're a living thing, and yeah, you're I think so. Cybernetic. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. bionic. Whereas, you're like uh, enhanced uh, by technology. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. Just a, a person like I've got that's a bionic got a, arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. See, I I called Charlize Theron. A cyborg erroneously. I had oh, forgotten no. that you had used, used the word bionic. That's right. No, no, and that's a more apt description. It's an indictment Actually, of her character. <laughs> in her life, skills? Charlize yeah, right, Theron yeah. is a cyborg. Yeah, no, I figured that's <laughs> yeah. where you were going. Is you're like, no, no, no. Outside of the movie, yeah. she's yeah, just clearly yeah, a cyborg. She just, she's a pretty <laughs> hot cyborg, though. As far as cyborgs go, I mean, she's pretty hot. I cyborg. retweeted a, an Uber fact that was like, Charlize Theron got her agent because she was getting an to an argument with a bank teller and her agent was behind in the line and was impressed by it. And I was like, oh my God, what an obnoxious story. <laughs> like, like, I just see her just like, I don't know, it's just like, what do you argue? That's such an obnoxious story to me. With that a like, bank teller. She was so house. dramatic and unnecessarily theatrical that he was like, oh. "You should be in movies." Yeah. Well, I want a green I can lollipop. This. I don't want the red lollipop. <laughs> I want the green lollipop. Yeah. I got to my station in life by being a horrible person. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lesson learned. Sweat the small stuff, and you will become a multimillionaire. Uh, so just I, st- just get to the bank early. Ask people as they're coming up behind you, like, are you an agent? And they say, no. Oh, you can go ahead of me. I'm still writing this check. <laughs> and just do that a thousand times until eventually somebody who's going to come in and they're going to be yeah. an agent. Yeah. Well, eventually. Yes. Yeah. Well, that to be happen. fair, I, like, as a teenager in high school, when I was like, I want to be an actor, my whole assumption was that I would just be intensely charismatic, like, in a coffee 
place and then oh, like sure. Judd Apatow would just be like you are so great <laughs> do a movie with me like I was convinced that that was the way to do it so I guess I'm jealous probably of Charlize so Maybe jelly that's what it is. Yes, I always so wonder jelly. how those people who just like were you know in the drive through Burger King and got discovered and now they're super famous and stuff it's like they have to their life has to balance out between like yeah. good things that happen to mm. them and bad things it's like, the economy <laughs> of the person oh, yeah because yeah, like, I write always about think it. like um like the, I love my job right now mm-hmm. but you know I got broken up with the day of my interview so I was like <laughs> oh, well I'm definitely gonna get this job oh, now so something <laughs> terrible happened to me <laughs> how okay. I think. So I'm like, hmm, I wonder if these people have all these deep-seated uh, emotional problems they're dealing with. Or they will. Just I, yeah. sad, sad people on the inside. I'm guessing they that they probably do just based on the fact that everyone I've ever met does. Uh. <laughs> so, <laughs> statistically, the likelihood is high. She, <laughs> wants, she wants their amount of success to equal their amount it, of yeah, if, uh, yeah. personal it trauma. Makes, yeah, if tragedy. it makes you feel any better, this has happened exactly <laughs> twice in the history of the world. Charlize Theron at the bank, and mm-hmm. I am drawing a blank on the actress at the Schwabs. Does anybody know who, who that oh, I famously no was? That was, uh, oh man, it was somebody in the 30s or 40s mm. that uh, was at Schwab's drugstore, and, mm. and the high-powered mogul somebody David Seltzer or somebody happened to be like, getting a phosphate mm. bunch of bunch of yeah bunch of the Warner brothers were hanging out and arm wrestling and you know, doing some brother stuff <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well i mean they either are the time or they will when hollywood kind of spits them out yeah depending I how I together don't know. they are i don't know if hollywood is spitting Charlize Theron out anytime no. soon no yeah. But it will happen. It doesn't. People yeah. don't. People don't die relevant in that. Look industry. at what happened to the original Mad Max. Yeah. Well, so what there you go. The... He crazy. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he's Gibson, right. nuts. <laughs> yeah. Pretty <It's>, insane. <laughs> that's yeah. Well, so but, then that should happen to Tom Hardy. He seems oh, put together. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about him. Okay. Yeah, that's, and that's probably why. That's, yeah. that's why. That's why. I, I mean, I used to read the books about him and his brother solving mysteries, but <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or actually, it was a different I, era. I think, from what I know, he had a difficult life and has since uh, pulled it together. Pulled it together. That could be. Oh, you forget that people have lives that are terrible before they get famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See? It could have been that, that, Robert that was what they needed. Yeah, everything. They needed to get discovered at that drive-thru because uh-huh. they were going to lose their house. Yeah, I think, I think uh, what's-his-name, Joey from Friends, was like on his last $14 when he got that oh, job. Oh, right. That. You're yeah, right. Yeah. I've heard that, too. Mm-hmm. So... And, like, people from Orange is the New Black were still, like, working as waitresses or something mm. in their first season and stuff. But, yeah. eh, They probably just didn't get paid until, like, four weeks after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they still well, had they to have to, those yeah. tables. They're on HBO, so they have to wait till everybody's cable bills come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they're like, we okay, now we can do up. it. Yeah. 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 It isn't lost on me that our conversation about robots has delved into celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. some weird yeah. No, celebrities are robots in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious more about your uh, online course that oh my, that you're oh, right. so okay. Yeah. So it's about it's about robots that react to 
sound and light, right? Yeah, right. And movement like motion, and light too. and motion. Yeah. So they react in what way? Like, what I, good is that? I don't, I don't know. She just read the syllabus. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's <laughs> the thing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Is that the uh, is that through uh, UC Berkeley? Yeah. Okay, because I saw that. something about that. Like a lot of people signed up for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one I saw. It's through like EDX. Where you can, right. Um, okay. Yeah. It's mostly like science and coding and engineering classes. Yeah, but I mean, cool. a robot's cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> fun. Robots are cool. Mm-hmm. Robots are cool at first glance, and then they're yeah, just... Because it could be dangerous. Artificial intelligence, they're mm-hmm. warning us, could be, could be very bad. I just read an article a few months ago about this hypothetical like, thought experiment where, like, what if you designed an artificial intelligence to run your paperclip factory? And you set a bunch of limits on it that, you know, your your basic job is, you know, maximize efficiency at the paperclip plant. And if the artificial intelligence is advanced enough, it's eventually going to start thinking, you know, what would make this even more efficient is if I had more factories mm-hmm. and I can connect to the Internet and I can control more factories. And then eventually it starts trying to, even though, you, even if you've said, like, your, your, you have these limitations, like in the mind of this artificial intelligence, it's eventually gonna start to have conflicting information. It'll start prioritizing those and be like, no, I'm supposed to make paper clips. And eventually, <laughs> everything, all the resources in the world are going towards making paper clips <laughs> because that's what this this that's program and all of, wants to do. And all of the humans have been. Exterminated. Yeah, because they're been, just getting in the sure. way. That's yes. all been sure. every since, and then bent again. Yeah, and they've been turned into paper, paper clips. Yeah, they yeah. are now. We are now paper clips. Human, yes. human paper clips. Yeah. Actually, I just watched 2001 for the first time ever. Like I haven't it. seen it. It's it's the uh, the ending is a little bit of uh, yeah, a middle I, finger. Uh, I, I, to I the felt, viewer, I felt the exact same way. I was um, like, oh, to the viewer, man. <laughs> to yeah. the audience, it's oh, a little oh, wow. bit. It's an amazing. It's an amazing film for about an hour and forty-five minutes, two hours. Very deliberately paced, so you have to a very slow. So, yeah, some people slow. have criticized it as slow or boring. I am. I like fascinated. your use of deliberately paced. Yeah, That's I, I have, great. I'm fascinated by it all the way up mm-hmm. until the end. When they're just like, making a movie is hard. Let's do a bunch of weird colored stock footage for 15 <laughs> straight minutes. As, as so he, then you were incredibly yeah. fascinated. It's supposed by it. to be his his like mind blowing revelation into the whatever. It's mm-hmm. it's and may, it came out in what 69 70 so something like maybe 70s, you were yeah. supposed mm. to be incredibly high when you watched it I think ah. so but watching it sober is is like okay. and especially in it's, 2015 yeah right yeah, where we've yeah. surpassed it's like that. oh yeah. a bit there's a bit yeah, yeah. there's yeah. and like the the investment as a viewer like I really really liked it but then the last 10 minutes I'm like Screw you, Kubrick. Yeah, I was <laughs> screw you. I, I was I was so so disappointed oh. in the ending of that too. And That's yeah, I watched it maybe two years ago for the first time ever too. 
So what um, you're saying is we could watch the full movie and then turn it off like at the last yeah, 15 yeah. minutes? Yeah. Like, you just stop. pause and get high and then as he's, a, as he's about to get to the to the monolith, you can just be like, oh, I, I've seen the good parts. So <laughs> I'll, I'll take Rick's it, word for it. Even if that's, that's my director's cut, it just ends as like, does he make it? Does he not? Yeah, yeah. I like that. More yeah. fun. Yeah. Sure, I like that. Um, so yeah, in, in these movies, Robots and technology are often portrayed as being an evil thing. Can can we think of positive uh, instances of, of robots or or okay. higher technology? Yes, short circuit, absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've never I? seen short circuit. Oh what? Yeah, yeah. Elaborate on this example. You've never seen short circuit? Oh no, no. I thought you meant like oh yeah, a short circuit. Yeah, like no. an actual <laughs> panel is a short yeah, circuit. Yeah. No <laughs> short circuit. No short circuit. The first one starred Steve Gutenberg and Ali, Ali Sheedy. Yes, and oh. they were, he was, I forget he was the scientist and she like had a. She just had like a ranch. Right? She had yeah. a, she had an animal sanctuary in Montana, I believe. I think something, something like that. Like that. And, yeah. and he was on this project where they built all these robots for the army, and I think there were five of them, or there were at least five. Yeah, the fifth one. There was more than gets five. Gets struck by lightning, and comes to life, and has a conscience and a soul and Ooh. personal thoughts, and he runs away, and they team up with the humans, and and he says funny things and <laughs> quotes movies and. And then they made part two without Ali Sheedy or Steve Gutenberg. I don't remember who was in that one. Fisher Stevens. I don't even know who that is. a small part in the first one. And then he was like the main guy. He's a Indian actor. Okay. I don't think he's done... I know he, I've seen him in other things. I remember, I remember the line from that movie where he said, uh, Hello, my name is Ben. I spell, er, my name is B-E-N. I spell it Ben. Yeah. 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 I remember that line. The things you remember from your childhood. And there's also there's also a scene in the second one. Well, there's two things. One, he falls in with like a street gang called Los Locos. In the second one. In the second one, yeah. He gets and, a mohawk, I believe. Yeah, he does get yes. a mohawk. A robot and, mohawk. Um, there's a part where the bad guys, who are like a different gang, but they're like more mafia kind of gangster guys. But one of them, like, takes a crowbar and runs up on the robot and says, "I'm gonna scramble your ram." <laughs> so this is this is a good example of robots because I'm saying they're positive. He's okay, a positive, yeah, he's a positive, okay. he's a positive robot role model. Positive yes. robot. It's yeah. I I don't know that I've seen a lot of movies with robots, but it's like my I find myself thinking like the only examples are ones where like the robot is a means through which you learn a lesson. So it's like, <laughs> there's a Disney Channel original movie with okay, yeah. uh, Andy Lawrence, and he inadvertently makes a clone of himself. That's the closest that I have to seeing a movie about robots, and that's a great movie. There's and he also learns <laughs> about taking care of himself and being a responsible adult. There's also That's another important. Disney Channel original movie about the guy who makes like a robot hologram of his perfect girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> and okay. I forget what it's called. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That one's a good. Uh, one. Very positive. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, in, in talking about robot girlfriends, uh, Weird Science was, was she? Just, right. yes. Was yeah. she a robot or was she some sort of organic, good synthesized, three-dimensional? She was an android. 
Oh, See, no. and that's a whole other. That's a yeah. That's a whole different. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that movie had quite an impact on many adolescent boys you out there. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Kelly LeBrock. Right. Uh, asking, <laughs> uh, going to the lingerie store and asking if they had a bra in rubber or leather or barbed wire. Yes, definitely no. had. Oh. Definitely had an impact on my young psyche. Absolutely. I, yeah, I don't remember that part. Oh yeah. You're like it's weird. That, yeah, I, the, I'm down. That yeah. I, the stuff that I that I remember from that movie isn't like the 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 booby stuff. But um, <laughs> clearly, and that's but why yeah, you call it the booby stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, that's not true because I do remember there's one scene where like there's a huge storm and like there's uh, all the people you're getting thrown out of the house, but the one girl is playing the piano and her clothes fly off before she gets thrown up the chimney or something oh, no. silly. But for some reason, that image stuck with me. But for most some of what reason. I remember, most it's of what I remember, stuff. yeah, because it's booby stuff. Um, that's the title of this. Yeah, um, I just imagine what I, you... no, what I remember of that movie is all the like nerd shaming, like yeah. the, the brother picking on them. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and the scene where they're they're in like a they've they've managed to get their their all powerful robot girlfriend to take them to like a blues club, and they're sitting there with like these sixty year old blues musicians, and they're like one of them is going like, don't you hate it when your parents won't let you. Oh, you guys probably live on your own by now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's like that scene. For that scene, I can recommend that movie to anyone. It's okay. Like, okay, this movie is is definitely it's not as uh, as off the wall raunchy as as the trailers might make it seem. Right. It's it's watchable. And I don't know that she was a robot. I'm gonna. I don't think so because yeah. I don't recall any sort of robot. There's no going circuitry on. or. Any oh, was there some yeah. sort of pact with with evil with the devil? Like, I mean, to to make a, an attractive woman appear in your bedroom, there has to be. Was it a something. supernatural thing? Like in the narrative of the movie, wasn't it? No, like it was a computer they were, program. They had a computer, but was then maybe computer? like lightning okay. struck, and then like, really there was she lightning. was. Yes. So maybe it was some sort of supernatural. And they had they had like jumper cables attached mm. to the head and feet of a Barbie doll. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, there's See, yeah, there's remember. no way it checks out science wise. Yeah. That's no, that's God. There's no yeah. That's it's God. Plenty weird. Mm -hmm. Divine oh, intervention. Definitely, yeah. lightning makes things happen. That's what we've yeah. learned today. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, lightning is a is a is a power of the greater good. I watched yeah. um, I watched Big Trouble in Little China again a few months ago, mm -hmm. and I forgot what a big deal in the eighties. Lightning was as a special effect. Yes, like, that was what they had. So yes. that was everything. Like eighty percent of the stuff that happens in that movie is lightning coming out of somebody's hands or out of their eyes or from the wall. Back to the Future. Yeah, lots of light. Lots of light. Ninety percent yeah. of that movie is just lightning. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> just lightning bolt burning your retinas. No, yeah, no plot. <laughs> just like lightning. Forty bolt. minutes straight of just film footage of a storm. Very <laughs> great movie. Yeah, and with that, I think uh, we're gonna take a little bit of a break here. I think sounds good. Break sounds good. <laughs> And the topic has been robots and robots, robots, and what their deal is. What, is what their, their deal? deal is? Do they have an agenda? 
They may. That's the question. I want to know, like, are your guys' jobs going to be taken over by robots at some point? Right. That is... Here's the thing, is all the sort of, like, production jobs we've taken over, and now we have to be, like, entrepreneurs and innovators mm-hmm. yeah. and creatively inclined. Yeah. I, I, I've or read, celebrities. I've read something about... There's... Robots are programs that have been made that do that write that that yeah, will compi- yeah. that will make news stories just compiled from mm-hmm. things on the internet. So I mean, I'm a person who has generally made my living doing some sort of writing. So right. the robots are coming for me. It looks like my thought is, and I'm very naive about it, but I feel like I can understand that robots can do sort of like manual labor. Uh, better than us but then in terms of creative efforts it's just so subjective that maybe I would be in competition with a robot but I don't know that they that you could really like uh, surpass it yeah it's gonna create like great works of art yeah because it just creativity doesn't seem that tangible to me that you could you could like figure it out and then do it better than someone else yeah yeah. But I, I'm also I mean, with all the optimistic. Uh, probabilities out there, there has to be one robot who does everything absolutely better than anyone yeah. else. Or yeah. one in 12 robots will beat you at everything you love. And or then they had a rough yeah. childhood and then and they don't have access yeah, to the same thing things too, we, we did. We, we talk about Sorry. like how we have this creative, unique spark that uh, you know we're all beautiful special snowflakes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and uh, and we have this this creativity that robots are never gonna <laughs> never gonna match and yet if you like look every summer the same like eight movies keep coming out <laughs> you're killing me you're killing all me all we need is just some kind of like machine that's just like got sentence fragments on a bunch of wheels (laughs) and you spin the first wheel and you Mm -hmm. get a noun and then you spin the second wheel and you get a verb and then you get an adjective and another noun Mm -hmm. and eventually you've got the pitch for a movie Mm -hmm. and then you know maybe you need a person to walk the script over to the copy machine but probably you don't yeah yeah, they could just all be networked paperless uh, great well I'm gonna go sit in a corner (laughs) Insert uh, depressing. I'm gonna go start working on my cardboard sign now. Or suck up to robots. It's just gonna say one zero one one zero zero one. Hey robots, if you're listening, I'm on your side. And I will be a part of your agenda. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I always wondered too, like, if. Just don't bend me into a paperclip. If aliens could see, like, the movies that we make about them, would they think that we were racist? Would they like, know that we are racist? Well, that yeah, 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 yeah. You should but, be asking. Yeah. But, I mean, would they, would, would they get <laughs> offended and be like, what? We don't all. We oh, don't all have insect faces. Specifically to, <laughs> to them. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, I'm sure. Because that's the big thing that, well, that people care about is: I, are you racist towards to me? me? Yeah. Right, not in general. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I imagine that they can take in context of like mm. they didn't know what we had. Yeah, I guess. And I'm sure they're not a monolith. I'm sure there's a bunch of people who are like, oh, those humans, they tried their best, and then there are robots that are like, fuck humans. Yeah, they're the yeah. worst. 
Look at how my legs dumb are not are. that short. My yeah. neck does not stretch, and my finger doesn't. They're like glow. we've been here the whole fucking time. Yeah, you yeah. know what we look like. I don't know, <laughs> but whatever it is, aliens, robots, I'm on your side. Yes. Please don't take I'm, my job. I'm on your side. <laughs> Let me join your revolution. Yeah. I did hear there's they're building. Uh, a robot McDonald's in Phoenix. Oh, that's the what one on that? McDowell and 7th yeah, uh, yeah, Street, yeah. but I, apparently that's a myth. <laughs> oh, I was about to say <laughs> that. What that would be I, a robot McDonald's? Because instead of a, it would just be like kiosks and oh. uh, like a conveyor belt yeah. of like Holy you know, shit. things to make. And a I lot of people, <laughs> that, that story got a lot of traction. I yeah. actually, I know the guy who wrote that and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it got a lot of shares like a lot like I have talked to so many people who are like like I've driven past that they're like oh yeah that's the robot McDonald's and yeah. I feel bad it's like telling someone that Santa Claus sorry listeners but uh-huh. Santa Claus doesn't exist mm. it's like no it's not robot McDonald's yeah. so then have so you, you been inside I've been, to, I've like, been mm. very skeptical of that story but I, I'm glad to hear I think that. if I ever heard that story I'd be like I'm gonna go see it yeah, it's like, believable I mean it, it's completely believable but I then mean, I would walk much, in and be like no this is not a how much, yeah, how much creativity bullshit. is going into that so he was too. writing a bullshit article it was satire okay I was, was like bullshit. is it an onion yeah. article it, was, it wasn't on the <laughs> onion it was uh, I don't know where he posted but it, it but yeah, that? a lot of like real news sites mm. po- po- re-shared it or oh, whatever that's happened that's, without that's checking their before. sources. Yeah, yeah, that's, happened yeah. Before. that's that, that's robots right there. Oh, robots don't check their sources. Talk about there's human error and then there's robot error. No, oh my yeah. god, I, I think robots would probably be better at checking their story sources than we are. I bet they wouldn't. Be like, well, that's obviously you know, bullshit. If you take the flip side of it, if there's so much better they can do what we do better than they could probably already also fuck up better than us. Oh yeah. See? I wanna Many. hear I wanna hear the robot versus human mm-hmm. version of anything you can do, I can do better. <laughs> I wanna hear I wanna hear that version. Just a little kick. Um, anything you can, can do, do I, I can, can do, do better. better. And then and the, the robot, robot goes, No you can't oh. <laughs> Yes I can. <laughs> no you can't just thinking the robot was just gonna make like screeching modem. <laughs> 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 if I understand this right, you're not changing any of the lyrics. Nope. It's just a voice <laughs> yeah, changing. Absolutely. Okay. absolutely. What an inspired <laughs> No, you can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be okay. putting some vocoder on that. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> History of electronics. Probably a good idea. And it's some like, echo. Echo. Yes. Yeah. And with that being said, I think uh, we've. We've come to. We've the exhausted end. the robots. Think, yeah, I think yeah. we've we've pretty much we've answered the question answered, yeah, yeah. of what the deal with robots. Clearly, nobody we, could possibly have any further questions about robots. Nope. None whatsoever. So I do like when people from the Northeast uh, pronounce the word robots, and they pronounce it robots. Yes, there was I, a Twilight Zone episode where the guy said robot the whole time, and it drove me nuts. <laughs> as a kid. I love people from the Northeast because yeah. they talk funny. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. I, I never had the placing of that, but there was one, like one kid I went to school with. His pe- his dad said robot. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, See, I just giggle. It's, it's it's very silly. Yeah. What's the deal with robots? Robots. So let's go around and get some plugs. If anybody has any upcoming exciting projects 
or I, uh, shows, or if you want to talk about, uh, you know, uh, the an interesting cat you saw mm. online. There's so many interesting so, cats. Yeah, what, what have you got coming up? I, uh, on, on uh, let's see, Friday the 4th of September, mm. this, this will be out right around then? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Friday the 4th of September, uh, my comedy production, I'm using air quotes, production team, uh, S&M Comedy, will be returning to uh, First Friday Comedy at Lawn Gnome Publishing at 905 North 5th Street as part of the First Friday Art Walk. Uh, that show is at uh, 10 p.m. on First Friday, Friday the 4th. And uh, the following Saturday, I will be out at uh, Third Space on Grand Avenue with uh, Mishka Shubali, who is a musician that regularly opens for Doug Stanhope, as well as uh, Austin comedian J.T. Habersat and uh, former Phoenix comedian and now national comic Ron Babcock. Uh, we'll all be out at Third Space. Both of those shows are free. Uh, oh, nice. So be sure to come out to those, please. Cool. Pretty please, with Sugar on Top. <laughs> and also you can find me uh, online at smcomedy.com where I do my own podcast and interview comics and stuff like that. Exciting. You guys, sorry, cool. I'll shut up. Uh, yeah, I, um, so yeah, this will drop Friday and Saturday on the 5th is going to be the first of, um, I co-directed a improv show that's going to be running for the next four weeks, me and Shane Shannon. Um, it's called The oh, One. Cool. Yeah, so um, it's a new thing that the Torch Theater is doing. It's at the Torch Theater, which is 4721 North Central Avenue. So it's every Saturday at 8 p.m. So it's a 45-minute long monocene, and it's going to be pretty awesome. So, yeah. Also, pretty please with sugar on top. Come check that out. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a show with my team, my improv team, Zombie Gourmet, on September 11th at 10 p.m., and then uh, two weeks later, if any Utah fans are listening, we're going to be at the Red Rocks Improv Festival Saturday oh, nice. night, September 19th. Awesome. And then after that, I don't know what we'll be doing. Really, who can see that far into the future other than robots? robots. robots. And the economists, because they <laughs> yes. do a lot of forecasts. Oh, yeah. That's true. Okay. That's true. Mm -hmm. um, I want to hear more about Sometimes your your wrong, thing that you're directing. Oh, perhaps maybe off the air or yeah. on the air if there was time. Yeah. I don't know. Sure, I'm curious about it. Yeah. And uh, well, uh, I, what do you have coming up? I I don't have a lot coming up. Um, gotcha. I'm unemployed. Give me a job. <laughs> um, just follow me on Twitter at jcardello and um, continue to tune in to this podcast. Yeah. Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at rlarson4. Um, and that's pretty highly recommended, I would say. Um, I have a show also on September 11th with my group Apollo 12. And in October, we're going to be performing at the Big Pine Comedy Festival in Flagstaff, Arizona. So come check that out. And... Uh, and you won't be uh, you won't be sad that you did. Um, <laughs> otherwise, yeah, keep uh, keep keeping it real and doing your thing, and have a have a great uh, a great time. Thank you very much. Good night. Thank Good you. Night. Thank you.